Are you Tony's stank? Folks, we are back. I apologise for the lateness of uh, this podcast. I have unfortunately been unwell, um, but it's all good. It's all good. We're back. So um, thank you again for your support. Thank you very much for um, bearing with me. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's go. So before we get into the um, <clears throat> the actual step-by-step of the episode, I just want to say this episode was my... Um, most the one I was most excited for the one I was most looking forward to uh, I'm a I'm an absolute uh zombie lover uh, I love anything to do with zombies films most tv shows apart from the walking dead which is dirt um so yeah I was really really looking forward to this episode um first impressions it was okay it was all right um it was okay I think there's been better episodes than what if and I think it didn't ask like a what if question really. But it's fine. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But um I hope you all enjoyed it. Again, let me know what you think on the um on Twitter at Delivery MCU. Uh when I put a post uh about the next one, you can obviously discuss that one. But um if you got any thoughts on this episode, if you've got any thoughts on this uh this podcast, please, please, please feel free to to let me know on Twitter. But let's go. Let's get into the nitty gritty of the episode let's do it okay so as always there is the opening credits now the opening credits for me gives a lot of the story away or it gives a lot of um the surprises away uh if you look at the names that that comes up you can you can tell who's going to be kicking about so um they said like evangeline lily was there as obviously hope van dyne um paul rudd uh is is named in there as well um Paul Bettany, so obviously when New Vision was going to be there, um, and a, a few the kind of others, it, I like it, but I feel like it kind of gives it away sometimes, um, which 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 kind of sucks, but uh, but yes, that that's kind of the way the way it goes, um, so we started off we start off the episode the same way that Infinity War um basically started with 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 Bruce Banner or the Hulk being bifrosted down to um this the Sanctum Santorum. And he says it's that the same thing. Thanos is coming. Um crashes through, Thanos is coming. Um but this time there's no one there to actually meet him. So there's no Wong, there's no Doctor Strange. There is the cloak levitation though who kinda overlooks him. Uh and he obviously Ruffalo Banner makes his way out to the street and asks if he's if he's too late, obviously thinking that um Thanos may have uh wiped out the universe or completed the snap or whatever he thought um Thanos was a way to do. Uh then in the street he meets Colobsidian and Ebony Maw and as per in Infinity War, but actually later on in Infinity War as well, he does he has uh, a couple of lines that are similar to that where he tries to um he tries to call on Hulk, but Hulk is uh, is having absolutely none of it. Uh, so it's essentially yeah, it's just Banner against Calypsidian and uh, and Ebony Maw. Again, in Infinity War, when this happens, um, as you'll you'll probably remember, there is uh, Doctor Strange, 
there is uh, Wong and there is Tony Stark as well. So there's like all of them that are, that are there to do it. But obviously it's just Banner uh, this time. Um, Ebony Maw starts his, all, his, his, his old speech about dying in the hands of children of Thanos. Um, but then one of the portals comes up from behind him and you see Iron Man's hand come out and boom, blast him. Uh, obviously killing Ebony Maw. And we see our, our Avengers, our Wong, Strange and uh, Tony Stark emerge from the the portal. Still obviously shrouding a bit of uh, a bit of mist, a bit of fog. Uh, so you can not you can really see their silhouettes more than anything. And um, there's something a wee bit off about them. If you have a look, they are a wee bit more haggard than um, than they normally are. Um, but they make their way out and then and, uh, Banner is all is absolutely chuffed. He's so happy. These are all screwed, he says. Um, and then we have this battle between Club Obsidian and, and Ebony Maw um, trying to obviously fight off the, the, the three Avengers or um, kind of Avengers that, that, that we know. Uh, again, shrouded in this in this mist, using the lighting of the um, the magic from, from Wong and Strange and the blasts of, of Tony's um, repulsors. Again, we spoke about this quite a few times and the lighting, um, the animation techniques that, that the the creators used are are phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, they, they focus on a lot more on the, um, on the more natural lighting as opposed to, as opposed to focusing on, on lighting everything up as it, as so you can see everything, which I think is is a, it's quite a ballsy move, um, but it adds so much to an already astonishing looking animation. Um, great, great, great design from them to do that. Um, so yes, yeah, during the during the battle, of this fight we see um them getting a bit sort of there's bones crunching and and flesh ripping. Um, it sounds all horrible. Now, obviously, we know. Or we we kind of guess from here what's happening. It, 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 you know, the episode is about zombies, um, and Banner says that it seems sort of like overkill. Uh, once he says that, Tony stands up and looks over at him and and reveals this, um, decaying, um, bloodied, um, with actually a green coloured skin, lips totally taken off, um. Jaws hanging by the tendons, uh, yellow eyes, and he stares. He grovels at uh, at Banner, who obviously um, poops himself. Then obviously, Strange and Wong stand up, and and Wong is actually eating Calobsidian's hand. So again, it's kind of a little reference to uh, Infinity War because uh, Wong cuts off Calobsidian's hand um, with a portal in that park where. Where Tony and Pepper were, were were chatting, and this is obviously the same hand that he's now he's now chomping on. Um, it's a great reveal. I, I like it. I do like the reveal of the of the zombies like this. We also, as I said, we were aware that it's going to be it's based on zombies, and we're we're aware that that's the thing. Um, I was surprised that they could still use their powers, so their magic, and also obviously Tony's armor and stuff as well. I, I thought it was quite a surprising move, although I believe that in the comics, because there, there was actually a Zombies um, comic, um, 
it's a very similar sort of thing. It, it just affects that they were... They essentially had a bloodlust and went to eat human skin and blood and people's... Um, but yeah, I thought it was quite a ballsy move. Um, and again, it's it's that threat, isn't it? If if they were just shambling zombies, then they're basically just zombies wearing our hero's clothing, our hero's armour. Um, but it's actually a threat now that they have... That they're able to still use their powers and things like that as well. Again, it's one of those things where it's like, don't take it too seriously, I suppose. Um, uh, so yes, so the, the three of them start to uh, head towards Banner and the Cloak of Levitation um, intervenes and manages to subdue uh, Tony, Club Sidian, who is now a zombie, Maw as well, and, uh, and, and Bruce is kind of cornered by, by Wong yeah, using his his portal. <laughs> um, and again, a, a really a really cool thing to do here is they have Wong in the portal trying to get Bruce, so he's like snapping, but he can't get close to him. And then we see from behind Bruce, the cloak levitation is holding um is holding Wong with one part of his uh with one part of its cloth, its fabric, and is holding on to uh, Strange with the other. Portal closes and uh, Wong's head is then chopped off. Uh, Ebony Maw uses his magic and, and pulls Banner back towards him and, and essentially holds him up. Uh, and, and that's when they start to shamble towards him. Um, and we have a, a massive flock of locusts, or what, what, we don't know what it is, um, but it's ants, basically. A massive thing of ants that, that actually disgustingly eats them down to their bones it's like obviously flesh eating ants uh it's pretty fucking horrible and uh and then we have our hope van dyne we have we have we hope um who <laughs> shoots off Fireman's head and uh one of the ants then eats it yum it's all throughout this um this series that whenever there's been like a like a really violent um kind of fighting or, or whatever it's, it's been against either um aliens or something or things that aren't human this is probably the closest we get to uh what would be i don't know if they would like i don't know if they would like rate it like what's it r or or 18 or 15 if it was actually humans but this is the closest we have to human or human gore or um character and character gore because it is, it is still zombies essentially at, at the end of the day, but it's 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 pretty gory for for what we, um, for what we kind of have been used to, which is again another ballsy move. It, it's one of the this is probably it's one of the braver episodes. Um, that again is com is kind of really out there. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so Banner doesn't know who, who Hope is. Um, or sorry, the wasp, Hope Van Dyne. Uh doesn't know who she is, so uh asks who she is and, and she tells him all that's left. Obviously, I kinda of play on words with, with Hope as well. Then we have our probably biggest surprise, I would say, of the thing. Um I didn't expect Spider Man to be in this at all. Um But uh yeah, he he swoops down, swings down and, and uh and catches our boy Brucey Banner, um, <laughs> who is terrified. Um, 
Now, obviously, Tom Holland isn't back for for Spider Man, um, but he sounds really like it, it sounds pretty much like Tom Holland, but not. It's not someone doing an impression of Tom Holland. It sounds like someone doing a Tom Holland, Peter Parker. If that makes sense. Um, I I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was a it was a pretty good performance, and um, we'll see later on. Uh, kind of where his voice. Uh, acting has came back now obviously we know bruce banner is played by mark ruffalo um he is back i think there's only a couple of folk we'll get into it. there's a couple of folk who are back and i think there's maybe one that is in... is that right doesn't matter um so yes so spider-man obviously bruce doesn't uh doesn't know who spider-man is he wasn't at um at civil war he was he was um with thor uh on Sakar during all this shenanigans uh so he tells him that spider-man tells bruce that he is the friendly neighborhood spider-man <laughs> and bruce asks well what happened to the neighborhood which is a very good question very good question um then we see our boy the watcher the watchman mr rolex get it because of watch brilliant um we see his like <clears throat> his actual face um again we spoke about how He's getting closer and closer to us uh, as the episodes go on. He's he's becoming more and more um more and more visible to us. Um, and we see a lot more of his features. He's essentially right on top of us, looking down. We see his his uh, his mouth move. We see his humistic features. Um, and he tells us that, that this all happened basically. Um, started out of out of love and hope is what he is what he says. Um and tells us that, that that what happened was um hank pym went through in the quantum realm to save janet van dyne and unfortunately janet's um janet's brain had been corrupted by a, a quantum virus again the the quantum realm looks stunning even in animation form the quantum realm is going to be a big part i think of the next um the next phase obviously we have that man um quantum mania uh which is going to be starring or it's going to have john majors uh, john may is that the name the boy that plays kang we're going to, it's going to have kang or it, as far as we know it might have a variant of kang in it um so we know that the, the, the quantum realm is going to be an important part um going forward does this tie into that i'm not quite sure uh i, I don't know how much of these episodes are going to actually tie into the real life uh, the real life shows and the real life uh, films but i mean we'll kind of see what happens but anyway it looks fantastic the the quantum realm looks incredible um we see janet van dyne uh or, or hank uh go to to see his wife who he feels like he he's found for you know who he's been searching for for so many years um but she jumps on him and obviously um turns him into a zombie they're then able to get back um back to uh hope and scott in San Francisco, um, and obviously, uh, Hope is 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 looking for a, um, a reunion with her with her mum that she hasn't seen for for so many years. Hope again is is Evangeline Evangeline Lilay's back as we spoke about at the start, um, and uh, unfortunately it didn't go too well, uh, and door opens hank comes flying out but hope manages to shrink down to ant size and and we see scott's hand 
coming to the window in like a horror trope um and obviously you know we're 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 seen where we understand that that um the scott is now a zombie or has been eaten by by hank and and, and um janet uh the watchman tells us that within 24 hours the entire pacific northwest was infected we see the avengers quinjet come down on to the golden gate bridge uh where there is uh, a massive uh, amount of zombies and out come our Avengers, all in all in human form at this point. Uh, Hawkeye, um, Black Widow, Captain America, Iron Man, and we have Black Panther. Now that's a really cool lineup. Uh, it's obviously a lineup that we've not we've not had. Um, you know, Black Panther was uh, was kind of against um, Captain America during Civil War because he himself sided with, with Bucky. Um, and then Hawkeye and and uh, Black Widow were kind of against each other as well, or they were kind of on different sides, I suppose. Um, and a few things kind of happened since then. But yeah, so it's 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 not a, a lineup we've seen before, but it's a very interesting lineup for me. Um, yeah, that that'll be quite fun to see a lot more of them. But again, we, well, you'll see. We don't see much more of them, so they're then kind of easily. Um, they're easily subdued by all these zombies. First of all, Hank Pym as as little <laughs> as little mini zombie, um, chomps on Captain America and then and then and then grows in size and and obviously overthrows him. And then Iron Man's down, Hawkeye's down, Black Widow's down, and we and we see Black Panther, um, getting over overrun by all these zombies and stuff as well. So, so yeah, um. They're done for. They're donezo. The watcher then talks about uh our um our, our Avengers and how if, if they'd known the rules they might have gone a bit better. And we move on to um <laughs> a really cool like uh homemade. So you want to survive the zombie apocalypse video uh made by Spider Man. This now obviously kind of goes back to you know how Peter uh was kind of making um like amateur kind of videos during like obviously homecoming and uh during far from home uh so it kind of calls calls back to that where he's he's obviously got his own camcorder or his own video um recorder and he <laughs> and he makes up uh a video with, with the rules how to survive the zombie apocalypse it's it's i like the way it's kind of like a um spider-man meets Zombieland sort of thing uh the whole Zombieland rules thing um kind of comes into it uh which is really cool it's, it's a really interesting way of, of doing it um we have rules like the um well, well sorry he has happy dressed up to help him out and he also has um i think it's kurt from ant-man um the 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 guy from like eastern europe uh, but yeah, we have so we we see Happy Hogan, which is voiced by John Favreau. Um, skills include driving, coffee, and boxing, relating to obviously uh, him having boxed Black Widow before in Iron Man Two. Uh, with first rule, long sleeves. Uh, so obviously, if you get bit, it's bit it's through saliva. Um, 
and if you have long sleeves and obviously it's harder for them to bite through you but yeah then we see kurt uh so his um his skills are languages slavic folklore and crime <laughs> yes the zombie virus is passed through saliva so the less skin it's showing it's the less there is to bite the second rule step two is hygiene uh, zombies are attracted to the smell of human flesh so we get this uh we get this uh shot of of peter and kurt uh in a in a bathroom in a shower pull back a shower curtain to reveal our very own bucky with um with his black arm from um that he's received in wakanda 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 i think i said that silly wakanda wakanda not Wakanda. I'm not American. Wakanda. Sorry. Is it Wakanda or Wakanda? Let me know how you say it. Wakanda, isn't it? Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, he has been Winter Soldier. He's obviously been cured of his brainwash. Uh, and he's been in Wakanda. And has been sorted with his, his black... Um, his black metal arm. The arm that in Captain America Winter, oh, sorry, Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, the the Wakandans are able to remove from his body. Um, so yeah, his skills: murder, killer arm, and heavy sleeper. Uh, and he manages to grab a hold of Kurt and says that, uh, all I have to do is 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 squeeze. And then we see our um, our very own Sharon Carter who is voiced by Emily Van Camp. Uh, her skills are spycraft, first aid, and eulogies. Now, the last time we saw Sharon Carter, again, was in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where she is revealed to be uh, the, the main bad person. Um, yeah. So now, this one, she obviously hasn't gone... She hasn't gone that way. She is... Uh, because the snap hasn't happened, that was what... what drove her into like uh underground um black market kind of shenanigans she doesn't have it this time so she is still our uh our spy uh so next rule is uh aim for the head and he <laughs> spider-man shoots a wee sticky uh arrow thing right at her head and uh and, and then we move on we move on um okoye turns up and tells peter to stop show to stop messing about essentially and uh, and Peter tells her that he was showing Banner the orientation video, <laughs> which is great. The, the fact that they have an orientation video for um, a zombie apocalypse, and for me, you know, being a zombie film and movie, uh, zombie film and TV show lover, one thing that so annoys me, uh, and one thing that always gets at me is that when people don't know the rules, like there's so much zombie things going about, like you know the rules by now. It's just Anyway, <laughs> that is that is just a, a small thing that that annoys me. But um, obviously now in this one, uh, in this episode, they're aware of what they need to do and and how they need to stay safe from the zombie apocalypse. Okay, so yes, Akoye um comes in and interrupts the uh, the session they were having with the um, with the zombie rules, uh, and tells Mister tells Mister Banner, Doctor Banner, that um. She was looking for T'Challa, who obviously we saw at the Golden Gate Bridge um, with with Iron Man, Captain America, Hawkeye, and Black Widow. Um, she's still obviously looking for him. 
Um, as far as we know, though, they're you know they're all zombies, they're all, they're all dead. But uh, but yeah, Okoye, that is what she. Um, that's the oath that she's chosen is to um, is to always look after a king. Um, so yeah, we then get to see the the sort of base that these guys are are, are hiding in. It's like um, Spider Man has has webbed uh like uh a bus subway cars etc all all up between buildings which is pretty genius and um, they obviously then have the height um where pretty much nobody can get them um they then have this uh kind of like uh not a beacon but a message um which um bruce tells them is is like non non-linear hexacode so they're able to establish exactly where uh the the message is coming from and we're told that it's camp lehigh so that is actually where um captain america started his training um when he first uh in the first avenger basically uh it's also where uh tony stole the tesseract from when he met his dad in endgame uh, and also is where Cap and Black Widow found Arnim Zola's AI um, in uh, in the second one, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Um, so yes, so they're they're heading to to Camp Lehigh, basically. Um, Happy is the one that drives them to. Uh, grand central station which is the the sort of biggest train station and, and most iconic thing in um in new york city uh grand central is is has been a few movies as well before you'll probably know it from like i am legend um it is in there and yeah there's there's this really really cool shot of so so happy is obviously driving the um the van with all the minute he's got on his uh repulsor iron man's hand blaster thing that he, that he had in the winter soldier um which came from like the, the watch thing uh and there's a fucking a jump scare a really annoying scary jump scare uh which is a, a big zombie's face um blasting down on the windscreen now first of all i was like oh my god is this is this hank pym as giant man or is this uh scott lang as as uh giant man no no we, we find out that it's actually the the um the van is is small uh which makes sense it's it's a good way to travel if you're trying to try to get through zombies and all these bits and pieces um because then nobody can see you uh so happy not explodes car makes it big again and the zombie like <laughs> explodes and heaps of pieces but again the, the blood is um or what would be the blood is like um it's like black so we don't actually see it as like like blood um but yes, they get to Grand Grand Central. Um, the plan is that they're also trying to get to New Jersey. Um, so they're wanting to use a train to get there because that's where Camp Lehigh is. Uh, and there's a they have a little chat about what the plan is. Okoye decides that they're going to split up. But obviously, Peter, who we know kind of knows about zombies or, or knows about kind of horror movies and stuff, um, he decides or he says, you know, is that really the right thing to do? Again, this is something that I uh that normally annoys me in films, TV shows where characters split up and you're like, well, 
someone's gonna die now. But Peter obviously is is quite meta. He's he's aware of this and and um, he's aware of like the the fact that um that splitting up is sometimes or is mainly leading to the doom of um of one of 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 somebody or something. Um. So, uh, Kurt, um, Kurt Banner, Hope, uh, try to jumpstart the uh the train. Um, we have Bucky and Okoye just in Grand Central, kind of holding the uh holding the fort a little bit, and we see in in the shadows of of the um of the big windows at the front of Grand Central, we see the shadows um. Uh, a figure, a silhouette that we're all that we all know is is Falcon. Um, zombie Falcon. Like that to me is probably one of the most scariest things that you could have as a flying zombie. Um, but yeah, so they find that that to uh to get the the train working again, they need to um get like a jump start basically. Um, we're off. They're they're not. Don't know how to do that, but then obviously Spider Man gets an idea and and decides to do kind of like the reverse of the Spider Man Two thing. As the obviously Spider Man Two famous scene is when he stops the train um by using webs out either side and holding it back and it's getting crushed. He manages to stop it. Essentially, doing the complete opposite um the complete opposite of it here. He he shoots webs at the train and then pulls it and makes a, a, a giant kind of slingshot to, to get them started. Um, Happy and Sharon are down in a, a station. I'm not sure what station that, but uh, a bunch of bats come flying out and, and Happy uses the, the blaster, the repulsor. Uh, it says blam after I shot blam, 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 uh, which Sharon calls him out for, which is <laughs> which is understandable. Um, he then gets happy. Then gets dragged back. Um, into the the darkness and and keeps keeps shooting and and shouting blam, and uh, yeah, we're that we're then told that that happy or Sharon tells others that happy is is lost and and, and Peter, um, is understandably kind of kind of shaken from it, but yeah, he's halfway through trying to slingshot this thing, the the train. Um, an arrow comes out then and fires Sharon to the uh into the wall behind. Um, again, you know this is this is where we first understood now who this one is. Um, it's it's obviously Hawkeye, uh, that is in the uh, in the shadows there. Um, and it, it's quite fast paced this this sort of uh this sort of bit of action here because then we then go up to the the entrance of Grand Central and find Okoye and uh, and um Bucky and they are then faced with the Falcon. Uh back down to the station and Happy uh is back at the shadows with his repulsor and he's still still saying blam 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 as a um even as a zombie. Um if you're any if if you're ever in sort of like a if you know about zombie lore, um it's normally the the thing that you were like thinking about or like your instincts are sometimes what's what draws you as a zombie like in dawn the dead the original dawn the dead 
um people were drawn back to the mall because it was like a it's like a slight on consumerism and um and things like that um uh, so obviously happy was just thinking blam and then was turned and uh and continues to <laughs> to give us his his uh his sound effects basically uh back up the stairs and the koi manages to jump onto falcon and uh and kind of um is fighting with him in in midair as as bucky doesn't want to take the shot um happy keeps blaming <laughs> towards Sharon carter about missing uh and uh koi has to jump off falcon to uh before she gets smashed against a um a bridgey kind of thing uh Sharon grabs for a gun, doesn't get it. Happy blams the gun, and we see basically Sharon is a way to get blamed by Happy. Uh, Bucky is a way to get uh killed by Falcon, but of course they both manage to get out with the nick of time. Sharon turns the blam, blam blaster, <laughs> the blam blaster into Happy's face. And obviously kills him, and we still see Hawkeye and a, a group of zombies come towards Sharon, and um, Akoye manages to split Falcon in in half, um, right right at Bucky's face as well. Down at the train, uh, Spider Man is almost at the point of the slingshot, and um, and we see some zombies behind him, but the cloak levitation does manage to just get there again in the nick of time, uh, to to save him. Um and uh, and yeah, luckily, um, luckily we get Bucky, Ikoye, and Sharon Carter coming stairs, but Sharon now has the blammer, the blam blaster on her, on her hand, and they all manage to finally get into the train and uh, and yeah, get shot off. So they've managed to make their their escape basically. Um. Including Peter being saved by the uh, the cloak of levitation, and a heap of zombies being run over. <laughs> okay, so it looks like the guys are are kind of safe. Um, Peter is wearing the cloak of levitation, and Hope tells him that he'll uh, it suits him and he'll grow into it. Um, and the Akoi actually apologizes to Peter, saying that we should have stayed together. Um, so it just goes to show that if you ha if you know the rules, if you know the rules, then you're all good. And I know the rules. So if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, guys, you know where I am. I'll keep you in. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> they go through this tunnel uh, on the way out to New Jersey. Um, and there's a there's like a thud on the on the, on the roof, and uh, and and something comes down into the into the carriage. Um, and we see. And we see our first look of Mr. Zombie, uh, Captain Carter. Uh, Captain Carter? No, Captain America. <laughs> Not Captain Carter, because Captain Carter is uh, in another universe. I apologize. We see, we see, um, Zombie Captain America. Sharon screams, and uh, and Bucky comes running, and uh, and we see Cap, uh, Cap is actually, uh, has actually killed Sharon. Now there's a phenomenal shot here with the um, with the shield. When when Bucky says you've had enough and and Cap stands up, there is a incredible incredible shot with the shield that looks it looks so real. Um, it's kind of like the shot of the shield that we see in Falcon the Winter Soldier, 
where it's like um kind of beating up a little bit but the light there's like one streak of light that comes uh shine on it and the rest of it's shrouded in, in black um but it just looks absolutely chef's kiss um and then we get a, a look of of a shot of cap's face um and unlike iron man's earlier on hanging on by tendons teeth all yellow um and decayed um yeah it is beautiful and again the lighting the natural lighting they're in a they're in a uh, a tunnel so the lights are basically the, the lighting on the on the tunnel that's coming in through the open door at the back and the uh the kind of fluorescent lights um from the other carriages and then we get the uh the, the cap roar which we saw in the the promo videos um uh, for for this episode and yeah it's just so well lit it's unbelievable um and again i've spoke about i spoke about the lighting i spoke about animation in uh like so much over the last um the last episodes and it just blows my mind every time i see it it's one of the best looking one of the best looking scenes in the mcu never mind in what if in the mcu it's one of the best looking scenes in in, in my eyes for my money um yeah just brilliant so there's then this fight with with uh bucky and cap um again the fighting animations we saw it in, in cap carter um we saw it in doctor strange like the what ifs um it, it's just brilliant one that is that for me is the crowning glory of the what if so what if has thrown up some some great questions for us it's thrown up some great um uh bits and pieces of of uh of story which have been phenomenal to watch but for me the absolute crowning glory they've had is the fight scenes and the lighting um i normally both go hand in hand it's just brilliant absolutely brilliant and i could watch the fight scenes over and over again so yeah bucky and and cap fight it out uh there is uh there's actually a point where where bucky uh throws a left hand at, at cap and and um basically he uh he catches his jaw um with a, with a left hand and you actually if you slow it down or watch it in kind of frame by frame you can see the jaw cap's jaw bulge um like and actually like detach it's excellent it's it's so good uh, then obviously, um, well, Sharon is back as as a zombie. Uh, try, tries to bite Hope, who uh, actually goes down to ant size, goes inside her, and goes yeah. Uh, Cap throws the shield at Bucky, who catches it and then lobs it straight back, uh, and actually cuts Cap in half, and he goes flying out. Now this is obviously very similar to the scene in uh, the Winter Soldier when when Bucky as the Winter Soldier, not not the Bucky Barnes that we know, um patches cap's shield and, and loads it back this time obviously cuts him in half and he goes flying out the train um and he tells him it's it's the end of the line now that is a, obviously a reference to something that's been ongoing throughout their relationship is um like in the first avenger he spoke about how bucky will be with steve's the end of the line uh in the winter soldier steve says uh that he'll be with the end of the line at the at the big final 
uh, final battle that ends uh, that ends Captain America the Winter Soldier. Um, so it's obviously a kind of poignant moment. Uh, and then Bucky keeps the, the shield, puts it on his back. Um, and yeah, then we have <laughs> then Hope blasts out of uh, out of Sharon and and says uh, she's covered in in Sharon. <laughs> so we then get the um, the realization that Hope actually has a cut on her arm um, and has obviously been inside Sharon. So that that means that she is now infected. Um, another phenomenal shot after this of the the train going past and the watcher actually is watching it kind of. <laughs> kind of go um <clears throat> again again just beautiful absolutely beautiful that's one of if you've not watched the show or if you you know if you're not sure what to take from the show like just this almost cinematography of of it and the um, animation is just brilliant so they kind of keep an eye on hope um and essentially she's just kind of dying and stuff um peter uh Peter then talks about how it's not a risk to try and get a cure. It's 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 hope, and hope actually asks him like you know how um how can you how can you still be so so positive and um and he tells her you know how he tells her that you know that's that's how he's he's kind of he's been through so much. The only thing he can he can be is upbeat. Um, we actually get the first mention of Uncle Ben in the mcu um so uncle ben has been hinted about um in the the briefcase that that peter has uh said i think it was b efp ben park ben something parker um but this is the actual first reference i've had of, of uncle ben um such a shame again i talked about how the how the the voice acting of um this peter parker obviously wasn't tom holland um but this is where he starts coming to it the the emotion in his voice the the emotion the emotional voice acting he has here um as well as um kind of later on um because at the end of the day you know peter parker is just a kid um but uh yeah the, the guy that voiced him has done a really good job here really really good job here um Kurt tells him there's an issue with the train um that you have to now walk but they're very close to Camp Lee High but they have to walk through this massive uh group of zombies that they see out the window um <laughs> uh yeah so it's it's not looking good for them basically um hope decides to sacrifice herself um becoming giant hope Big hope. It's giant man, isn't it? So giant woman, giant woman. She becomes giant woman and actually carries them um across over the zombies in her hands. Zombies are crawling up her um and and essentially biting at her and stuff like that. She manages to get the the guys on over into Camp Lehigh, but um then succumbs to the uh succumbs to either the virus and the and the zombies and stuff that are, that are crawling on her and. and and smashing, biting into her, smashing her helmet and getting into her and, and eventually collapses. So there's a bit of, uh, yeah, a bit of forlorn from the, uh, from the, our heroes. Um, and they ask, they're, they're sort of struck by the fact that the, the zombies aren't climbing the fence or, or coming into Camp Lehigh. They, uh, 
they don't actually even need um to climb there's actually a, a bit of fences down that they're not going any further than and kurt talks to us about baba yaga now he's spoken about baba yaga before he has mentioned baba yaga in um Ant-Man and the wasp uh we're talking about ghost and he says he can feel baba yaga now baba yaga is essentially like a, a eastern european word for uh, things like witch um or you know something supernatural basically um yeah so this is kind of like uh this is kind of like a for foreshadowing which we will see in a, in a, a wee second um then we see what should be a surprise but what isn't a surprise because we we know from the the opening credits we see um vision paul bettany as as vision <laughs> and he, he scares both spider-man and uh and kurt and of course bruce banner sees a familiar face someone that he's not uh one of the few people that he actually already knows and he gives him a, a nice a nice hug although obviously vision doesn't really have feelings as such well he does have feelings for one person but doesn't have feelings as such he's uh more logical vision then tells us about how he's managed to keep the zombies at bay and it's by using the mind stone so it emits uh some sort of frequency um some sort of frequency that that um it says overloads the brain's limbic system so vision has been using that to um to keep them away essentially uh he was actually able he tells us well he was able to um to reverse uh a zombification and that was of um mr scott lang paul rudd who we see <laughs> as like a futurama head um if you ever seen futurama they they had them they had celebrities encased in like um glass jars of fluid um so that they could uh live on um in some way or another and uh yeah he's done the same thing for for scott lang here um so kurt uh kurt bucky and peter have these sort of visceral reactions to it um and and scott cracks a couple of dad jokes saying about how he's lost weight uh don't worry when i get to my head and he says he, he processes traumatic events with uh, with dad jokes. But then has a little moment to think about it, unfortunately. Um, yeah. The it's 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 um it's quite weird. This is this is a okay, I'm I'm saying weird in, in a in a zombie episode, but this is this is quite a strange um uh quite a strange thing to happen because i don't understand how i don't know if it's because he's been zombified that he's able to keep him like this or or, or what he does say he's cured him but then what i don't understand is how he's cured him to the point of being a detached head is able to still um live on as like a human stuff i can understand if it was like if he was still a zombie head or was still kind of zombified, but maybe had human, uh, could like speak and we had human traits and stuff. But a full-on human head, I don't understand. I don't get it. I'm not quite sure. If you know, please let me know in in the comments, um, of the of either YouTube video or um when I put out the, the tweet, um, and let me know what you think how how he's able to do that. But um, that's one of the parts that I'm confused about. Again, I know it's a zombie a zombie thing. I should be thinking too much into it, but um. 
so ist. So ist. Um, we then have uh, we have Bucky go for a wee walk, have a quick look around the base and see if there's something, see, you know, if there's something they can, they can use to their advantage. And he comes across um, he comes across uh, uh, almost like a theatre, an operating theatre kind of thing. Uh, and and hears a voice goes back through through curtains and finds T'Challa lying on uh like an operating table. Unfortunately, though, he has actually lost a leg. T'Challa then tells him that uh, essentially it's it, you know vision. Um, and as they try to get out, we see what is our first little look of Baba Yaga. Um, Baba Yaga with a little. A red glow um from her from her like silhouette kind of thing, which obviously as as we we come to find out and which you may have kind of already worked out is actually a zombified version of, of Scarlet Witch, who must be like one of the, the strongest characters um already is one of the strongest Avengers, but like a someone who's hell bent on just one thing, you know, and that's eating flesh, <laughs> eating humans, um. Must be one of the scariest and most powerful beings in the whole universe, basically. Um, yeah. So T'Challa tells the others that this is now a trap. Okoye is obviously, um, uh, happy but scared to see see her king in in this in this sort of way. But he tells her that um that yeah, that he basically he basically took T'Challa from San Francisco. Um, as food for for zombie Scarlet Witch. Okay, so this is quite an, quite an interesting part because the vision talks about how um, although what he's done sounds bad, he, he feels it was done logically. Um, yeah, which I I don't quite quite get. Um, he talks about how he tried to cure her, but her powers are too strong. I wonder if it's to do with the fact that he he basically, um, he, as he says, he tries to contain her and her hunger. So I wonder if this is maybe uh, for the greater good. I don't know. Again, if it's is it actually logical or is it just more of a, um, is it more him thinking it's logical because of obviously his love for Wanda, um, whereas he could have easily just killed her, you know, um. As opposed to having, as opposed to stealing people to feed her while he tries to sort her out. Um, but yeah, he, he, I think he, he, I think Akoye does actually throw out a question. He does say that he couldn't, he couldn't kill her essentially. Um, which he, which I, he feels kind of um, guilty about. I suppose he feels pretty. Uh, He's you can you can tell that he's he's not um he's kind of conflicted in his in his emotions, uh even though he said he has none. And then he tells Akoya you have you have awakened or he tells the group you have awakened her, obviously, meaning the Baba Yaga and she hasn't eaten in days. This is where Kurt uh is <laughs> met by this shining red light and this uh this illuminated silhouette of uh of the Baba Yaga. Um 
again the the, the lighting down the corridor the shadows that come off her um the red light that that engulfs her uh it's it is literally like something lifted out of a horror film it's it's a phenomenal framing down down the corridor you can just see her uh kind of contorted silhouette um and then and then she she pulls Kurt in and obviously um consumes her <laughs> and scott with probably the most um out of place joke where he says <laughs> watch out she's a man eater <laughs> and then we get to see her we get to see scarlet witch in her in her full baba yaga glory um and again the animation is absolutely spot on absolutely on point uh bucky knocks uh scott's head and the cloak levitation um joins onto him becomes him uh so he becomes like i don't know what does he come levitating lang Le levitating lang yeah let's go out levitating lang um they obviously try and fight her try and uh try and get her to um get her subdued spider-man shoots his webs at her koi throws a spear but nothing can can kind of can kind of hold her so vision gets them out of the actual um out of the base uh koi is pulled back in by scarlet which is uh magic um and tells Tells Chala Wakanda forever. Uh, Vision then that implodes the base um, that that Scarlet Witch is in, and uh, obviously trying to to hold her back. Tells the the folks that there's a, a quad jet in the the hangar and that he must atone for what he's done. So he's basically there to uh, he's there to well he actually sacrificed himself. Now again, I don't understand why he's done this before the guys before the gang has the gang yeah before the people have managed to get away he rips the mind zone out of his head uh and and basically his eyes go white his skin goes or his body goes gray like it did in uh infinity war when thanos ripped the mind zone out of his head why wouldn't you hold off and wait until everyone's in the quad jet and are away and then do it you know why why at least hold wand off i don't know i think it's a bit for someone who might be logical i think it's a bit of a um a silly move but again we're talking we're talking hypotheticals here that's just something i would have done and i'm you know yeah he removes the mindstone that means and zombies can then come into the camp there's nothing holding them back so uh the guys rush to uh to get out uh and basically Bruce grabs the Mind Stone. Um, because obviously using the frequencies there might be a way to, to cure it. Scarlet Witch, Zombie Scarlet Witch, Baba Yaga gets out of the uh the imploded um uh military base thing and uh, is enshrouded by these these rocks coming by. Uh Bucky then stays back to sacrifice himself, or he tells the other guys to, to run the quad jet. Um but uh Baba Yaga Scarlet Witch has a uh, has a visceral reaction to Vision's dead body, as she does on uh, you know in Infinity War and stuff. Uh, T'Challa, Spider Man, um, Bruce, and uh, Scott Lang, Levitating Lang, get to the the quad jet. Um, but uh, Baba Yaga sees them and 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 
start to go after them. She bites Bruce on the arm, but his arm goes all green, like hulky. So basically his whole left side essentially goes all hulky. Uh, and um, he, uh, Hulk or Banner, well, Hulk Banner, uh, throws her back and she goes absolutely flying. So does that mean to us that Hulk is uh, impenetrable? To the zombie bites? Is he able to be turned into a zombie? Possibly not then. Uh, so, basically, yeah, Bruce decides to stay behind to kind of keep everyone uh, held off, gives the Mind Stone to Peter Parker, and, uh, yeah, decides to go all proper Hulk. Hulk smash. Um, yeah. And there's the start of this, this battle between Hulk... And Scarlet Witch and the zombies, um, as as the other guys get to manage to just just get out of the, uh, um, the hangar in time, basically. Um, we don't get to see much more of the battle between Scarlet Witch and Hulk. It's kind of just the the start of it. We see a, a little bit of, uh, yeah, they they kind of run together, and and before there's actually any any real things we see it goes back to the quadjet which flies off we see a little bit of fighting between them um but not too much and uh and the other three manage to to fly off hope then stands up obviously zombie giant hope then manages then stands up and grabs a hold of the quadjet uh child puts on the boosters gets out and uh and hope in zombie rage zombie anger zombie frustration lobs a dead body at the <laughs> Or lo sorry, it lobs a zombie at them, which is technically undead. Um, and Scott is obviously uh, shaken by seeing his his love. Um, as a big old giant zombie. <laughs> um, we then get a discussion around the Mind Stone and, and how, they're, how they're potentially going to cure or, you know, do something to... Uh, to to hopefully uh sort out the world again. But um Spider-Man obviously has talks about how he's lost a lot in, in less than a year or in about a year uh since he joined uh the Avengers and how much he's how much people he's lost. Uh but then T'Challa uses the old you know in his culture death is, is not the end, which is something that he so he said to his dad. Uh, when he died in four, so that was nice and uh, obviously nice and heartwarming and stuff like that. But then Watcher tells us that uh, in the end, uh, humans will give all to save our planet, even if it means the end of the universe. And we go to Wakanda with Thanos inside Wakanda, zombie Thanos inside Wakanda with his zombie army, his gauntlet with five of the six Infinity Stones. <laughs> I mean, what? What? <laughs> oh man, it's a crazy, crazy ending. Um, but yes, that is the end of the episode of What If. Now, as I said at the start of the episode, uh, this episode to me was good. It was good. Um, I'm a sucker for zombie stuff. Um, it wasn't great. It it was good, not great in my eyes. Um, I feel like there's been stronger episodes. 
I feel like it was a very interesting episode. It was, uh, um, I was speaking to FC Jamie actually, um, afterwards, and he put it right. He said it was more like a, a what the fuck, uh, or was did he, I think he said it in his in the in Twitter. I can't remember where he said it, but um, yeah. Anyway, it was more what the fuck than what if. Um, although, I, as I said before, I I in lead up to watching. In lead up to doing the podcast, I'll watch it twice uh, and I'll watch the new Rockstars breakdown as well because they're always so great. And one of the things Eric Voss said in there was he'd be very interested to see like a second part because we have like the Guardians of the Galaxy. We don't know what's happened with them. Uh, Thor as well. We don't know what's happened with him. So um, it would be interesting to see a second part of it. Um, and you know Hulk as well. Obviously, we know, we know that Hulk... Um, pretty much can't be bitten by zombies um and he's still down there how did he get on against wanda or sorry baba yaga um yeah but yes i thought it was i thought it was it was good not great um i think i wouldn't say it's one of the weakest episodes i would say it's uh it's top three of the of the of what if uh i mean last week's episode was the was the best one the doctor strange one um but yeah we'll we'll I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm on a downer right now. But um, I do think there could have been more they could have done with it. And maybe if they do a part two, then then that will be. Uh, you know, it'll be not sorted, but it'll be something that they can potentially explore further. Uh, but again, we'll just kind of need to see what happens. Um, but yes, again, you know, I spoke about the the fight scenes, the uh, the way it's it's made is incredible, and it and it and it, I think, it's one of those things that uh, that always will be incredible, uh, and it's something I've taken from from the series. Um, but yeah, I still think last week was better. I I love I love that they're doing different things. I love they're trying different episodes. They're trying different genres essentially as well. Um, you know, we've spoke about how obviously the the first episode with Captain Carter that was uh that was kind of like a um, it was that was kind of like the truest what if for me in that it was like it was quite a or no, the first two actually sorry the Captain Carter and the Star Lord one they were they were quite they were quite um parallel or you could see the, the differences to the um to the actual story that we know which i i thought was what they would, all these episodes would be like um obviously that's not the case then we had uh episode three which was like a murder mystery we then had uh episode four which was doctor strange um and that was totally just messed up like dealing with time loops etc also have this one which is like a horror zombie kind of thing the next episode we have, it's the one uh, it's to do with, um, I think it's going to be what if uh, Killmonger saved Iron Man? Or saved Tony Stark, sorry. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of, I'm intrigued to see where that goes. Uh, in the promo video for it, there is, uh, there is like clips of them in Wakanda and Killmonger on a rhino again. Um does it lead to a Wakandan war? I, 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 Wakandan civil war? I, I don't really know. Um, I'm not really hundred percent sure. But we'll we'll kind of see what happens with with that one. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was good. It was good. I I do still think so. I think so far it's gone. Um, 
in, in terms of uh, from best to worst, we've had Doctor Strange is the best one. Um, the Star Lord one was the second best one for me. Then I think it's this. Then it's the um, the murder mystery one, and then the Captain Carter one. Um, that's just my opinion so far. But uh, we'll see if any of the last four episodes, because only four episodes left, we're over halfway. We'll see if any of those um can do uh can do anything any better. But um, but yeah, that was uh, that was it. So guys, as I say, let me know if you have any feedback, if you have any notes, if you have any uh, thoughts about the episodes uh, on Twitter at DeliveryMCU. Um, again, after the next episode, I'll put out a tweet saying that it's been done. So the tweet will go out on Wednesday night. Um, comment on that and, and we'll get your uh, we'll get your your thoughts on uh, on the episode. We'll get them on uh, on the podcast like we're about to do right now. Okay, so going to Twitter. Um, first of all, we had uh, Mr. Celtic Bulls uh, at Bulls Celtic. Um, he said, "Watch out, she's a man eater." Paul Rudd is hilarious in all forms of media. Did I miss it, or did Tom Holland not voice uh, Peter slash Spider Man? So yeah, we've we've spoken. Yeah, it's 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 not Tom Holland. It's uh, it's someone that sounds quite like him. Um, but uh, but yeah. Um, at F Sake Jamie said, "In my opinion, the weakest episode so far is brilliant series." That said, after Powerhouse episode last week, it was nice to get a bit more schlocky with what is essentially Zombieland versus MCU. It doesn't take itself too seriously and still has enough moments to keep it enjoyable. Um, yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. And I think you're right. I think it's a good point with the the fact that last episode was so good that anything after it was a bit... It's going to struggle. Um, at Foxy Snob said, This was great. I'm hopelessly in love with animated Bucky. Um, and as I said to that, those eyebrows, like, on fleek, on fleek. Um, at Fluid Highway, uh, I really enjoyed it. The interaction between characters that we haven't had before was very exciting. Also loved the premise of zombies in MCU, so I was already sold before the app. Interesting. I'm, like I say, I was kind of the same, you know, um, I'm a zombie guy, so, uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So guys, that's us at the end of another podcast. Another delivery for Tony Stank is in the books. Um, thank you again for the support. Uh, I've had lots of people whenever, you know, there's tweets coming out when people are, are, are watching, um, are listening. I really appreciate it. Keep doing that, please. And uh, and keep recommending us to family, friends. Um, it's one of these things that uh, I want to keep doing i want to i want to uh, uh keep growing i've got ideas for it going forward uh things like obviously there's a couple of movies coming out so shang chi i'm going to be doing um it'll probably be the start of october before the shang chi one kind of comes out um because i'm, I'm not going to see the cinema until um kind of the end of september but then we'll have uh in november we have eternals coming out at the start We've also got the Hawkeye series coming at the end of uh, November. So there's a, there's a bit of time between uh, when my Shang-Chi podcast will come out and the next sort of movie that will come after that. So I'm wanting to actually do um, an interview or um, a podcast with uh, with you guys. Or uh, I've got a couple of folks that I've spoke to that will actually do talking about their favourite Marvel films. So um, look out for that. I'm very, I'm very looking forward to it. Um, I've also set up a... It's called a... Kofi, I had a look and they pronounced it Kofi. I set up a Kofi. So basically, um, if you sign up for um, £2 a month, um, at least £2 a month, you can make it more if you wish. You don't have to. 
um, but you'll get entered into a monthly draw I'm going to be doing for prizes. Um, the first, so I've got the first three prizes. They are um, pops. It's a it's um, pops that are in the what if uh, line of pops. So if you want to get entered into it, um, join the the Kofi that I'll put into the uh, description down below. You can find it on our link tree, which you can get on uh, on the Twitter at Delivery MCU. It's on the bio there. Um, and um, and yeah, basically what I'm going to do is the the money that we get um from all this uh is going to go towards more prizes and things like that and uh and for for trying to bring the podcast to the next level essentially that's that's kind of the idea behind it but yeah go on to Kofi if you want um you don't have to uh but if you want to you can get entered into the into the monthly draw for the for the merch i'm gonna try different merches and stuff as well um and yeah it's it's one entry per person and it'll get drawn at the end of the month so um feel free to go ahead and do that uh and uh and yeah we'll, we'll go from there but guys thank you again so much for this week's podcast again i apologize for the delay uh there's been a few things going on but next week we should be back to normal um where we should be out by the weekend um and again talk to me talk to me at delivery mcu um let me know your thoughts and um yeah i will catch you i'll catch you all in the next one Bye bye